0: Welcome to episode 142 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. This is Jason. This week we've got quite a bit of stuff we want to talk about. Okay. But first thing up front, we got to talk about some serious stuff.
1: Yes, unfortunately.
0: Our buddy Jake from the mighty Scattered Hamlet was in an accident about a week and a half ago, and apparently he fell from a pretty high height, like a third third-story floor, third story floor And he has a head injury, and he's currently in a coma, I guess. I mean, this isn't just a band we like and we talk about. We've had him on this podcast three times and talked in depth with him, even outside of the podcast. All, you know, four of these guys are great dudes, and Jake is no exception. He's just, you know, I could sit there and talk to him for hours about wrestling. Definitely. You know, or music. We've done both things, you know, and... You know, last time I saw him in Oklahoma City, you know, he sat there and talked to me about wrestling for quite a while after their show. And, you know, this is, and not just that, this dude's just a fun guy to watch because he hits the drums with just like pure intensity at all times. You know, so just whatever you want to say, sorry. It, it's,
1: it's, it's terrible. And, you know, we know he's going to make a comeback. Um, you know, this is just a, uh, it's a terrible thing to have happen and he's a great guy you know one thing i always took from you know every time that we had him on the show you know he was one of the the i'd listen back and he was one of the, the my favorite parts of the interview because he's he's so passionate about music and about wrestling and that's infectious um and, and and you know just like you said watching him play you know his expressions on his face he's fun uh you know he's perfect it, it perfect for that band and uh just <clears throat> a really cool personality and you know all the best to him and his family and the band and his friends and all that kind of stuff
0: and he's the heavyweight champion of the world that he is he's got he the title is. he's got the title to prove it that's right so yeah our best wishes to jake and i'm pretty positive he'll be back on this podcast for a fourth time you know it something a little more uplifting stanley's revenge yes has a brand new single out and let's just get right to this and we'll talk about it when we come back this is called scarred for life on the inside it shows on the outside Guard for Life from Stanley's Revenge, the brand new single from these guys. This band's out of Pryor, Oklahoma, which you've heard us mention that town many times because it's, yes. the, it's the city where Rocklahoma is held. <laughs> and it's a short drive from us here in Tulsa. They're part of the Tulsa scene. They play around here a bit, quite a bit, and we've seen them a few times now. Fans of what these guys are doing, this song's no exception. I love how they mix, you know, like the guitars the guitar riffs and the guitar solo have a real classic metal sound, but the vocals have a real modern metal sound. And even at times when he's screaming, it's kind of in that same way when Jamie Josta does it with his side band Josta, yeah, where it's like melodic yet rough at the same time. That's right. And I really dig that. It and this, you know, it's just a catchy song. It's infectious for singing along. Yeah, I mean, it's smart
1: guitars, a blazing guitar solo. Um, I really like the vocals, and uh, it's really good to see these guys. Uh, Kind of, you know, kickstart and get things going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can find this thing on all the major outlets. It's on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google, and of course, or Google Play, sorry. And then, of course, Spotify as well. That's right. So and get on Facebook, follow Stanley's Revenge. I like these guys. And I'm sure we'll be seeing them soon. Of course. So this past weekend, Saturday night, Through the Stone made their return to Tulsa. At badass Renee's. They brought along with them Sovereign Dame, Claim Your Enemy. Crane Technique was originally part of the show, but unfortunately they had a death in the family, so they couldn't make it. So our thoughts are with those guys. All the best to them. Of course. I didn't get there till later, so I'm sure you saw Claim Your Enemy. We've yes. seen them many times and yes. talked great things about them, but I'm sure that Saturday was no different.
1: Uh, yeah, they put on a killer show i mean what what they're you know they're, they're a favorite of the podcast what can you say i mean uh that band just they hit the ground running zero to 60 like that i mean it, you know Devin is a insane front man uh, they, they that whole it, this band has just come alive and this was just another example of that that's for sure
0: yeah and speaking of claim your enemy they're gonna be In Oklahoma City on November 26th, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, that weekend, opening up for Soil and Flaw. Nice. And that's at OKC City Limits. We've been to a couple shows there. It's a fun place to see a show right in your face. I'm a massive fan of soil, so I can't wait to see this again.
1: Yeah, and in that that venue, that's going to be nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so if you're in the area, be sure to get out there for that. I know that Soil and Flaw are touring around the country, so... Check him out if you get a chance, if you're yeah. anywhere else. Well, next up was Sovereign Dame, and I actually caught the last half of their set. And this was only the second time we had seen them. Yeah. You know, because we saw them at that show at the Shrine a while back. And, man, you just, I said great things about them before, and just seeing them again, it reiterated, man, this this girl's got a, a voice. Yeah. That's, like, powerful as hell. Yeah. And this band <clears throat> is doing something that's, you can easily describe it as heavy blues rock, but it's also not something you can say like, well, it sounds kind of like this band or that band, because like it doesn't really jump out to you as sounding like other bands. And they're just doing a great job of doing something unique for this area, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, she's got a great voice. She plays keyboards, and all four of these guys make it look really easy. They make it look so easy, and uh, I mean... This is the third time I've seen them, and it's it's always good. It's always great.
0: Yeah, and then... We
1: need to have them on or play some stuff or something.
0: Yeah, that's true. And Tracy actually knew her from way back.
1: Oh, well, there you yeah, go. she went
0: to school with her in Henrietta. I found Bam. that out. Huh? <laughs> well, and then, of course, the headline of the night was Through the Stone. Yes. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska, and this was their second time to come through town. First time they played... Back when it was Billionaire Nays, mm-hmm. you caught that. Yes. I wasn't able to catch that, so this was my first time to get to see him.
1: And what'd you think?
0: Kind of exactly how you said, yeah. how you described it and said that I would love it. I loved it. <laughs> just like Good. I imagined from you know their album, How Much I Love It, the music on it, You know, it came across live even better, and they played two new songs that are just as good as anything off this album, and I can't express that enough. Hashtag off, killing no filler. That's right on that thing. And yeah, I mean, see the the thing is, when you see through the stone or listen to their album, the first thing you want to talk about is Kate's voice mm-hmm. because, just like we just said with Sovereign Dame, it's extremely powerful. It's not just well, here's another female singer. It's yeah. like this is top of the line it's a, it's another level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter whether you're male or female this is at that next level yeah exactly and it's just so powerful and I think early on you described it as a little haunting the first time we played their music but the thing that jumps out even more live is that you don't want to just talk about her because you're discounting how badass these three guys are that's right like, this band, as much as I love her and what she's doing, if, say, say she got laryngitis, and she's like, I can't play tonight, guys, you're just gonna have to go on instrumental and do this thing Machine in the Mountain style. That <laughs> would be just as great. I'd, yeah, I'd still go. I mean, all three of these guys are fucking fantastic at their instruments, and it, it's just a joy to watch. So, you know, I'm just happy that I finally got to see it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you finally got to see it, and... uh now you know what I've been telling y'all along.
0: Right.
1: Uh, it, it, this is just some... Uh, you know, I love... I love the... The the feel they've got going. You know, the... I, I don't... I don't want to say the genre, but I like the genre that they're in, you know. They've kind of got the... You know, the... The doomy kind of leanings, you know. The riff, real riff-oriented kind of stuff. And... Uh, it it just works and it feels good, you know, and it's it, and it it's great to see live. They come off amazing live. They really do.
0: Yeah, and they played uh Sabbath. Yes, electric they did. Funeral, yep, right?
1: they sure did. That was nuts. Yeah, but they didn't play that last time.
0: I don't think really. Yeah, and like I mentioned at the beginning, they played two new tracks. So I didn't get a chance to ask any of them, you know. So what the plans are there if they've mm-hmm. got something coming soon? Because that that First EP, I guess, has now been out for a year and a half at mm-hmm. least.
1: I think so. Something like that, yeah. yeah.
0: So we could be getting close to getting some new stuff from him. I hope I so. hope. I definitely hope. But yeah, look him up on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and listen to the album that's up. It's got seven tracks, I believe. I was really happy they played Porcelain Eyes mm-hmm. off that album. That's a fantastic song. It starts off slow and brooding and haunting, and then it gets real heavy, and... It's just a great track like all of them are. So through the stone, look them up, follow them, love them. You will love them. That's right. We need to talk about Less Than Human. Yes, we do. The same night that everything we just described happened in Oklahoma City, at the Diamond Ballroom, there was another show going on. The, if this show hadn't happened, we would have been at, I'm sure. Yeah. It was the finals for the Battle for Cat Fest, and six bands... You know, basically battled for votes, and whoever got the most votes won this competition, and that was Less Than Human. And they were the only band in the finals that were out of Tulsa. Yeah. And other bands got on the machines out of Eden. I think everybody else might have been out of the Oklahoma City area. Okay. So it's really cool to see that Less Than Human was able to go into another major market and win this thing, because you would think those bands would pull more fans in than they would, you know, in a, in a situation like this, when you're talking about local or independent artists. So for less than human to travel down there and win this thing says a lot. Yeah. you know. I mean, we've said it a lot about how good these guys are guys and girl and what they are doing and where they're going. And it's just like, we always talk about with Alliance code. There's something brewing. You like to say. Yeah.
1: I mean, there there really is. And just like you said, I mean, let's look at that for a minute. Let, let's just say it again. They're from Tulsa, and they went to Oklahoma City and won this thing. Let that sink in. You know, think about what that means for, you know, your band and what you're trying to do. That is a huge step, and it is a, you know, feathers are light, but this is a heavy fucking feather in their cap. I mean, it really is, uh, and you know, like, and that's just like I said, something's brewing, and here's just a one more reason why. You know, these guys have, you know, they've got lightning in a bottle. Uh, they really do. their 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 shows are just absolutely electric. You don't know what's going to happen, and uh, you know, I when 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 I found out they were entering this. I kind of thought to myself, I bet they'll win. And they did.
0: Proved you right. There you go. And what they won is a slot on Catfest. Yes,
1: yes. That's what we're talking. Sorry. Which is basically they're opening up
0: for corn. And yeah. the four, I know at least Colton and Brittany, I remember mentioning it, mentioning that when they were on the podcast, mm-hmm. that that's either their favorite band or one of their favorite bands. Yeah. And, I think I saw Colton say it after the fact, after they had won. You know, I get to open up for my favorite band. And not only that, Chevelle is a part of this, Avatar, and Gemini Syndrome. So Catfest at the Zoo Amphitheater in Oklahoma City, there's going to be a shitload of people there. And a shitload of people are going to see less than human. Yeah. And a shitload of people are going to like them.
1: That's right. I I I can guarantee
0: you they fit right into this bill perfect.
1: Yeah, there's no way they're not going to have a successful evening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, for me, it's fantastic that they're playing a little while before Avatar because the Avatar fans are going to be there. And while these are two totally different bands, they still are bands that bring imagery. Yes. Along with extremely great music. That's right. And so it's not just a band with an image on stage that doesn't back it up with their music. So Avatar fans will be out there to see the band they love and then... I think Lesson Human's going to catch these people's eyes. I, yeah, and uh, ears.
1: I'm, I'm I'm stoked for them. I really am.
0: Yeah. So if this is the first time you've heard about them or you're not real familiar with them, once again, Facebook, like them. They've got videos on YouTube. They're on Reverb Nation, Bandcamp. Look them up. All right, should we play some music? Let's do it. We're going to step back and play a band that it's been a few months since we have played. And that's what I would like to call a travesty. Because <laughs> we should be playing this band every other week. We should play this song every
1: week. If, okay? we, if, every we had a, if we had
0: a daily radio show, it would be on there every day. But this is a <laughs> weekly podcast where we play one or two songs, you know. So we can't accommodate this kind of stuff. So once every few months, we got to throw in some Torpedo Head. Yes. This is a band out of Germany that we kind of fell in love with as soon as we heard.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: This song right here is both of our collective favorites off this album.
1: That's right. And, you know, I could say I'm sorry for what you're about to hear because it's going to be stuck in your head the rest of the day. But I'm not really sorry because it's that fucking good.
0: Is it one of those hashtag sorry, not sorry situations? That's
1: right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You won't get it out of your head. You don't you won't want to.
0: No. this is called Wildfire. from Torpedo Head from their album 3 which came out in 2016 and this entire album is hashtag all killer no filler oh without a doubt it's got like 10 I think there's like 10 tracks on it and it's like 35 minutes and yeah. that's exactly something that, I know that oh, yeah, you're a yeah. massive fan of yeah that 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 gives me a well, well I like it I like it <laughs> just say that so yeah it's just punches you in the face all the way through it's melodic like this song like jason said is gonna be in your head you sing along whether you if for some reason you didn't like it it's gonna be in your head a it's gonna be in your head and b you're an asshole (laughs) but anyway torpedo had him you know i freaking love him it's like if you take social distortion michael monroe backyard babies and then throw it in a fire pit and throw some fucking gas on it you know (laughs) that's what this is The album's three, and the song's Wildfire. you got to check this band out. Well, speaking of something you got to check out. Yes, moving right
1: along here, what's next?
0: Sons of Texas. Oh,
1: shit, here we go.
0: Once again, you know, we're over here gushing about shit, you know, every few episodes. And this is one of those bands in our probably top ten bands that we gush about throughout the history of the 142 episodes on this podcast.
1: We're, we're We're getting so dorky about it. That the next time we have them on, they're probably going to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: they probably won't. They'll probably yeah. be like excuses like, oh, yeah, we got a thing over here at a thing, you know? Yeah, it's like, these guys are fucking weirdos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what they'll be saying. Right. But we don't care. I mean, this is how good this band is, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. It's happening.
0: So get ready. This is about to drip with cheese, people. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the second album from Sons of Texas is out, and it's called Forged by Fortitude. It's hashtag I'll kill no filler, right? Uh, Are if, you tired of me saying that this it, episode? I if don't know. anything
1: was, it would be this album. Yeah,
0: I mean, just like the first album. Yeah, the... I am going to be saying that quite a bit throughout this. I think, just like the first album, this thing kicks ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, th- there is there is no sophomore slump going on here.
0: No, and in fact, it's not even. I don't know. It might be better. It might be. It's hard to say that, because I love that first album. It's my favorite album of the last time. I don't want to talk ill about
1: that first album, because it's fucking amazing. But, I mean,
0: this... Just go ahead. You go first. Okay, let's start with the the first things first. I knew when I listened to it, obviously we're going to like it, because we had heard a couple songs at that point, and they were both great. And so we knew that we would at least love it. So the first listen through... There's a lot of times where I listen to albums that I eventually love that sometimes it takes three or four listens before songs start clicking with you or you start thinking, man, this is one of the best albums or one of my favorite albums in the year. Yeah. But this one, it was one listen through and I thought, okay, this is now tied at number two on my list with Night Flight Orchestra behind Life of Agony. Yeah. After one listen, so after three or four listens, I'm like, okay, now this is number two above Night Flight Orchestra. Yeah, and then it's still not past Life of Agony, but I think by the time we do that thing in December, it might be.
1: I it it's my number one already. Okay, I'll there tell you right go. Now, uh, um, I just I don't even know what I was gonna say. I, I'm I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. Well, look at your list. It, it's well, I know, but first, it's like. You were talking about, you know, I listened to it once. I listened to it once and then I just immediately started it over again. Right. You know, and anyways, you know, this record, this band, this record, it's, it's like there is no other band in this world you could, you could seriously call, they are a hard rock slash metal band because they, they, they bring those two worlds together so flawlessly and beautifully. It's not even fucking funny. Um it, You know, they remind me of when bands like, you know, Soundgarden and Pantera and Skid Row toured together. And, you know, and it all made sense somehow because it was different, but it was kind of not the same, but it still just like went together. And, you know, these guys have got the heavy, they've got the... The solos, Jesus Christ, they've got the fucking solos, but they've got the the melodies and and they've got the clean vocals and, you know, and it all makes sense and it's not cheesy. And that to me is, it's, you don't see that a lot. It's like either bands are, and I hate to, I always use this, but some bands are like serious octane. Some bands are serious liquid metal. Right. But you can't, you can't say that about this band either one, you know. And, and to me, that's a great thing. Yeah. Um. And and also, it's just this is the part where this is the part for me where it's real cheesy. Okay. And this is this is gonna this is gonna sound really bad, but it, it's almost like they they knew exactly the kind of music. They knew exactly the kind of rock and metal that that get me. And it's like they woke up one day and said, oh, there's that Jason guy out there. Let's write a record for him. And boom, they did it. (laughs) I mean, because that's exactly what it is. It's like there's... Every song was like, fuck, this is fucking amazing. This is what I would want to do. This is the kind of band I would want to be in. And it's just... I mean, I I just, I need to go put my guitar down because they did it, you know, done, you know, because that's exactly the kind of thing I would want to do. And it's, it's like, it's tailor-made for the number one kind of shit I like. And, um, I I just, I, I listen, what what is it? It's been out since Friday and we both listened to it like a million fucking times.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, and, and so that, that's, those are my main two points I wanted to make.
0: Well, yeah, for me, a few times a year, an album will come out. Like I mentioned earlier the year, it happened with Life Life of Agony. Mm-hmm. An album will come out where I'll listen to it several times in a row, and then I might try to listen to something else, like, yeah. later that weekend. But then I just stop it halfway through and go back. The only other thing I listened to was the new Black Country Communion, and mm-hmm. it was great, but yeah. I immediately went back to Sons of Texas, and I listened to it so much. I told you before this, I can't even talk about Black Country Community because I can't really remember it enough specifically yeah. to talk about it like I could with this. Because I listened to it basically every day since then, you know, and every song on there, you know, and I told you, I'm not going to talk anything bad. The first song, Buying a Sell Out, the only Sons of Texas song that I've ever thought this isn't at the next level that these guys are at. Mm-hmm. But that's not a bad thing because it's still, it's like saying, you know, oh, Freddie Mercury missed a note in a concert so he's now <laughs> he's now not perfect or something you know it's like big deal you know it's it doesn't mean it's bad it yeah. just means it's not as great as everything else you know yeah. it's like a plus minus you know whatever <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything every other song i freaking love as much as anything the, my favorite sons of texas song is still Pulling fire from the first album yeah but i'll just jump ahead and say Beneath the riverbed is so fucking good that this is might be the greatest song of 2017. Yeah, I
1: mean that that is what an anthem. You know, th- that's definitely an anthem. I'd never kneel to. <laughs> I mean, this I mean, this song is. It's got heavy. It's got riffs, um, and then it's got that fucking chorus that you can't, you cannot get that fucking chorus out of your head. You will not stop singing that. And I mean, it's. I mean, hands down to these guys. I mean, this song is
0: because what is it? It's like at times it, this course is almost southern rock, but yes. it's like southern, but it's metal. not. It's
1: not fucking. It's not fucking cheesy. You know, uh, Worn Star Bud Light fucking southern rock bullshit. I mean, it's fucking. Th- this is legit stuff here.
0: Yeah, it's fuck. I mean, it's like one of those songs that like. Every, there's a couple songs a year I'll hear that like I'm like. I wished I wrote that, even yeah. though I don't even write songs, yeah, you know. I just right. like that's one of those songs that I wish that I could say that I wrote that song because it's just it just makes me feel that way. And jumping ahead as well, turning the page.
1: Yeah, that's another one, holy and shit. And see
0: just like beneath- Because sometimes
1: that that kinda has kind of some alternative leaning. It's like, Holy shit, these guys open
0: another door. What 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 can they not do? Yeah, and even his vocals are a little different than yeah. on this one. And uh the thing is, I'm mentioning that because these are the two, basically the two ballads, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, of this album. Yeah. And I mean, these guys are like, it's like Blackstone Cherry. It's like when you write a, or Zach Wilde, when you write a ballad, it's like you already know it's better than everybody else's. Yeah. This is one of those bands now where they just do that so well. And that doesn't discount from anything else because... Like we said, all these other songs we haven't even mentioned yet. You know, Right Out the Gate, Feed the Need, Cast in Stone. The title track,
1: off. Forged by Fortitude, yeah. that'll rip your balls off. Yeah, that might but, be but, the heaviest thing they've, thing they've they want,
0: done, right? You'll be okay that you got your balls ripped right. off. And that might be the heaviest thing they've, <sighs> that they've done, too. I don't know. I don't know. Did I
1: say that was an anthem I would kneel to? It's an anthem I wouldn't kneel to.
0: No, you said wouldn't, I think.
1: Okay, good. I can't, I got so excited I fucking didn't know, <laughs> because I'm trying to tell you fucking people here that, you know, this band, this band is amazing, and they need to stop being, like, openers and shit. They need to be headlining, alright? I mean, people need to get into this fucking shit.
0: Basically what Jason's saying is that I, if I'm, I'm Beneath getting... the Riverbed was played before every sporting event in the world there would be peace on earth.
1: Yes, there would be and and nobody would be kneeling. Yeah. Or, you know. I'm just goddamn it. I I'm I'm <laughs> flustered now, but th- I I love this band. This fucking record rules, okay? Yeah, what about uh Jaded Eyes? That's a good one. I, I that one caught me. I mean, I've listened to this record all weekend, but that one
0: caught me today on the ride home. And Wasp I, Woman has a fantastic chorus and yep. great melody. And even, and here's another one, Slam With The Lights On At The End. Yeah. It's kind of how they, they ended the first album with Texas Trim. Gotta right? have a fuck song. Yeah, you Let got you the do fuck this. song at the end of the album. I guess that's their, that's officially their thing now, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll find out on album number three, you know, if it's official. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, we've, like I said, we've talked about this band and heralded them a lot. We've had John... One of the guitarists on here twice now, and Jess was on here with him one of those yes. times. So go back and take a listen to the two podcasts we had with these guys. And... Stand-up dudes. They're all fan-friendly.
1: I mean, we can't say enough. We, we've we probably totally embarrassed ourselves at this point. And who gives a shit? <laughs>
0: right. But yeah, like you said, fan-friendly. You go to any Sons of Texas show. It's kind of like we've talked about with Battlecross or something. If you're a fan and you want to meet these guys, talk yeah. to him, get a picture, get an autograph. You're going to get that chance. Yeah. So get out to a show. But pretty much
1: like if this was if this was um Happy Gilmore, Sons of Texas would be Shooter McGavin and we would be the guy that wants to go to Red Lobster with him. <laughs> right. I mean, that's okay, there. That's what it is. Sorry.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Forged by Fortitude is yes. in stores now. Yes. That's what we were trying to say this whole time. Yeah, and if, and if you haven't
1: figured it out by now, we're telling you to go get it.
0: Yeah, we're here at the end of September 2017, so in about three months when we release our Best of 2017 podcast, you'll be hearing us ramble about this again. That's right. If not sooner. But yeah, in 2015, end of year, baptized by the Rio Grande. Was our number one album of the year, right? Yes. There you go.
1: Yep, so figure that one out, people.
0: Yeah, we might have... it would be our second two-time winner, right? Because yes. didn't Night Flight do it twice? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Sons of Texas, they're fucking great. In case you didn't know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else we want to talk... Hey... I'm about halfway through this Nurgle podcast on Jamie Johnson. Okay, I've, I finished it, and I know you finished it, but I also know that you're becoming a big fan of this guy, and you've read the book, right? Or you I'm, almost... I'm,
1: I no, I'm not even halfway, but I oh, started okay. it. So, how's the book? Just for the it's just case we're talking about Nurgle from Behemoth, right? Um, black metal Polish band. Uh, it, it's it's unlike any kind of one of these books I've ever read because the whole thing's like an interview format, like a magazine article, you know, it's got the questions in bold and then his answers, you know, the authors, that's how a lot of So like an author
0: wrote, like wrote questions. Yeah. It's
1: like they interviewed him and they just kind of transcribed the interviews. Oh, wow. Um, and right now I'm, I'm still in the real early stages of how he came up and this and that and whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's got great pictures from his whole life and stuff. And, He's just a real polarizing figure. Um, He's real, you know, the liberal, I'm not going to say liberal, but non-establishment type kind of thing, which is right up my fucking alley, you know, down with, you know, religion and government and all that stuff. And that's the stuff that gives me a Woody. So, I mean, so far, you know, it's a pretty cool book and uh, he's a pretty interesting guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to respect someone who's no nonsense. You know, I mean, there's people out there, whether you like him or not, Ted Nugent, you know, is the same way. And this guy's, you know, probably a different end of the spectrum than Nugent is, but it's the same type of thing. And it speak your mind and say, you know, I've always loved those kind of people. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. It's no matter what. I mean, you know, speak your mind. You're not afraid to back up what you believe in and you're not afraid to, you know, get a little dirt on your hands, Uh, you say what you want, you don't suffer fools, and uh, I really, I really
0: enjoy those kind of people. So, when I was listening to the Josta podcast, I would completely forgot about his solo album, and I remember, you know, reading the stories, you know, when it was getting ready to come out and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, and then I just forgot until I was listening to this, so after... I listened about half of it. I went and listened to a couple songs. Have you listened to the thing? Uh, Me and That Man? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. My Church is Black? Jesus, (laughs) dude. That song fucking rules. Yeah. I mean, there's that song. That song is just, it just oozes cool and it just oozes dark, you know?
0: And I mean, this, like he says in that podcast, this is the complete opposite end of the spectrum musically than what he does with Behemoth. Obviously, because yeah. Behemoth's extreme as hell. And then you've got this, which is him singing with an acoustic kind of, what do you want to call it, folk guitar, Americana rock kind of thing, you yes. know? Yes, yeah. And his voice, of course, is like you expect it to be, deeper, so it just gives it that haunting feel. Yes. And this is just cool stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. He, You know, he it's, it's him and another guy, and I'm sorry, I cannot remember the other guy's name. But he's a guitarist in Poland, and it's just they do acoustic, just like you said. His voice is deep, and I like to call it Black Hawk Honky Tonk.
0: Say that again, Black Hawk Honky Tonk? <laughs> no, Black
1: Honky Tonk. Okay. <laughs> or Dark Honky Tonk. There's no hawk in there. I okay.
0: fumbled. Sorry. Well, Black Honky Tonk would be like um, Charlie Pride, right? <laughs> God damn it. Hey. <laughs> That's exactly what I think of when you say black honky-tonk. I don't think of black metal. Anyways. (laughs) You should have said Polish (laughs) honky-tonk.
1: Anyways, uh, yeah. um, It it also, uh, his Instagram is nurgle69. It's usually one of the better follows. So, um, yeah,
0: there you go. Right on. Well, we've got coming up soon... We've got an interview with a couple of guys from Doxy. Yes. Metal band here out of Tulsa. Been around since the 80s and they're back, you know, kicking the the classic 80s hard rock, melodic metal kind of stuff. And then we've got something with Driver coming soon as well. Yes, we do. They've got a brand new singer. You remember him from the band Shiner out of Mm -hmm. Wichita. So be on the lookout for both those things. As well as everything we've done in the past. We've got 141 episodes you can go back and check out.
1: Yep. And just as we were talking about, Sons of Texas, we've had them on twice.
0: Yes. We've had them on twice. We had Scattered Hamlet, who we mentioned at the beginning, on three times. Claim Your Enemy, who we talked about earlier, has been on here as well. Yes. And we've had on Gene Simmons from Kiss. What the fuck? Sorry. Kiss.
1: Kiss. You can go to kissonline.com and buy your... Kiss uh, air guitar strings.
0: Yes. And Hello Kitty toilet paper. Why not? And a casket. And a casket. And, and if you're cooler. not dead, you
1: can just put your beers in it.
0: Yeah. It doubles as a cooler. Exactly. You can also buy Paul Stanley's audiobook, Travesty Davis, from Claim Your Enemy. Said it was great. Awesome. So get a hold of that thing.
1: We've had Bruce Kulick from Kiss on. That's true. Uh, we've had uh, Doc Coyle from God Forbid.
0: Yes. Check this out, we've had on guys from Seven Dust, yes, from Drowning Pool, from Shinedown, from Saving Abel,
1: from uh, Soil, you talked about them earlier.
0: Yeah, two of those guys have been on here. We've had on guys from If You Like Melodic, Hard Rock, we've had on guys from Great White, Warrant, Europe, Trickster, Firehouse, Lillian Axe, Bullet Boys, we've had on guys from... Heavier stuff like Overkill, Death Angel, The Sword, Truck Fighters, King. We don't mention that enough.
1: Yeah, I know. We need to. We need to mention that every day.
0: Yeah, we've had on Shooter Jennings and Ian Moore. We've had on a lot of bands that we talk about from the Oklahoma area, like Fist of Rage, Screaming Red Mutiny, Driver, um, Grind. Yes. And Severmind's been on here a couple Severmind, times. Severmind,
1: Alter Blood. Um, god i mean all these guys
0: (laughs) yeah so just go back soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground youtube at the thunder underground we're on facebook the thunder underground we're on twitter and instagram as well so follow all that stuff every monday night you can listen to us on 1027 wsnr.com 7 p.m central we stream there every monday night and if you missed that like i said SoundCloud and YouTube has all the previous stuff you can check out anytime you want. All right. is that it?
1: Charlie Pride. You inappropriate fuck.
0: It's not inappropriate. It's only inappropriate if you make it inappropriate. <laughs> I'm just, you said black and honky tonk. What am I supposed to think?
1: Oh, man. Uh, this, bye, everybody. <laughs> Thunder Underground, y'all.